Welcome to Mavs Daily, presented by the Dallas Morning News, where we break down a question, event, news, or trend. My name is Becca from Mavs Digital. Today, your girls are back at it again with another exciting episode. Lizelle, happy that basketball is back. How are you? I'm doing good. And like you said, happy that basketball is back. Absolutely. Very pumped about our guest today on many levels. Known you for a few years. Fan favorite. Every team you're a part of, as well as one of my favorites. Um, please welcome to Mavs Daily, Trey Burke. Woohoo! Fresh off of practice. Doing? Glad to be on. Glad to be on. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. How are you feeling after last night's win? Great. Always feel good after a win. Um, there's a couple couple games here that we we let let out of our hands at the end of the game. So it's always good to get a win, especially going into playoffs. For sure. I'm sure it's a huge like boost of confidence. I feel like getting Definitely. one of every time you get a win in this league, it's a it's a it's a boost of confidence. Um you try to build off of every win you get because um every team knows how how much you know a win it how much how valuable a win is in this league so we try to cherish every one of them totally okay so first off I just want to ask you you know you signed back in July how did that feel and also you know joining these group of guys again was it you know natural to mesh back in with them because you knew them but like how, how what was all that you know going through your head well, it was a, a couple of new guys that were on the team that I wasn't on the team with last year. So um, that's always new, um, you know, building a relationship with new teammates, um, with the few guys that, w- that were not, you know, a part of the team last year. Um, but the guys that were a part of the team, it was, it was kind of just like you seeing an old friend again that you haven't seen in a while. And, uh, you know, we – we just picked up on where we left off at. Um, obviously, everyone knows that I played with Tim in, in college. Um, there's a few other teammates on the team that I, you know, played on other teams with, with Courtney Lee, uh, KP, <clears throat> Porzingis um, in New York. Uh, so it was it was kind of like a reunion, you know, just getting back with old friends and just picking up where we left off and trying to, you know, figure out how we could compete for a championship. Yeah, for sure. We were so pumped. I, I especially was very excited when they signed you because I know how, you know, good of a teammate and, you know, playmaker you are. Um, yeah. And just getting into Thank it, you know, you're one of the most hardworking guys that I've known. I've seen you, you know, um, Westchester Knicks go to the Knicks after you had been in the league for a couple of years. So what was your mindset when you left Philly and you weren't a part of a team and how did it feel to be picked up in the postseason? felt great. It's always, um, you know, just like how I was talking about getting wins in this league, it's always, um, you know, surreal even being in, in the NBA. I think every player that's a part of this, this league feels that way. So um, whenever you get an opportunity on any team, um, you try to obviously fit the team's needs, but as as well as fitting the team's need, trying to bring your – you know what you what you special at, uh, or, or to try to bring your your style to their team to help them succeed. Um, so when Dallas came calling back, it was a no brainer. Um, I have a you know close relationship with you know Sham, um, uh, Coach Carlisle, um, you know my agent and, and Mark talk all the time, and uh, you know the interest was mutual on both on both sides. Uh, obviously, 
Um, it didn't work out in Philly, but, uh, you know, I think, you know, every system is different for every player. And, um, you know, Dallas is a system that fits me. Coach Carlisle knows my game. Um, last year, um, you know, I had a couple big games here. You know, obviously it was Dirk's farewell tour. So uh, <laughs> shout out to Dirk. Um, but I was, I, I got the uh, opportunity to be a part of something as special as that. So, uh, it was, it was, you know, a surreal moment again for me, just like how I felt when I got drafted, you know, when, uh, you know, when Dallas came calling back and, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be a part of something special. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what kinds of things did you work on or over the hiatus, obviously, before you got picked up, but also how has your game changed since you've been with the team? Like what have, what have you like improved on or added to your game or anything like that? Uh, well, I, I tried to definitely stay in tip top shape. Um, you know, I don't think, you know, everyone knows the demands that, that are on the, 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 the athletes and NBA's bodies, you know, running up that 94 foot court, that's different than, you know, some 84 feet courts, uh, 84 foot courts. So just trying to stay in the best shape that I could and um, knowing that, um, you know, I was going to have to come to the bubble ready. You know, I wasn't, I didn't want to come and have to get ready. I wanted to be proactive and work in advance to stay in shape. Um, I didn't have much gym access, just like everyone else due to the pandemic. So I uh, tried to, you know, visualize as much as I could, um, you know, with the court access that I did have, uh, I used all of that time to, you know, work on um, not only off the dribble things of that nature, but working on being a better player off the ball, you know, with catching and shooting and, you know, being ready, being ready to make reads when, when a guy penetrates and kicks it out to me, um, knowing that that was going to be the type of role that I was going to be in, be in here in Dallas. So I tried to stay proactive with those things and, um, you know, you always want to improve shooting wise because, you know, the game, this league is evolving into more of a three-point shooting league. Right. Um, right. And teams, you know, around the league love three-point shooters. So, um, you know, I always try to keep that sharp throughout the pandemic. But I think my access was as much as pretty much everybody else's asset, access, um, where, which is why I think, you know, this game is 85%, 90% mental. Um, it's, you know, obviously the physical demands that it takes for us to, to stay in shape and be able to take the, the bumps and bruises. But you have to learn how to, you know, work on your mental strength as well. Being able to um, kind of use your mind to, you know, help you get, get the things you want to accomplish done on the court. And uh, I tried to use that, you know, as much as I could throughout the pandemic. I definitely uh... – applaud you for that because I feel like staying mentally sharp during the pandemic could not have been easy. No, definitely <laughs> wasn't. Definitely wasn't. Not for any of us. No. <laughs> right. Where did you go when you like left Philly, like that time in between coming to Dallas, where, what was well, I, I, I had, um, I had a, a place in, in Jersey that I was leasing, which is 15, 20 minutes away from the arena in Philadelphia. It's right over the bridge. So I stayed, for I want to say two to three weeks in Jersey and um 
that was the period before the pandemic had actually hit. So NBA basketball is still going on. Um, but but the COVID disease had got out to the world. Everyone knew about it. It just hadn't shut the world down yet. Um, but there was a gym that was, what, 10 minutes away from my house um, in Jersey that um, they welcomed me with open arms. Um, and they allowed me to come in there and, uh, you know, stay sharp during that time. So I did use that time wisely to, you know, just work on sharp, staying sharp and staying in shape. Um, um, after about two weeks, I went back home to my hometown, Columbus, Ohio. Um, that's when the, pretty much the whole country shut down. You know, everything, you know, closed and j access to gyms was closed. That's when, you know, I didn't realize that, you know, not only was I not on the team, but I have to be proactive right now and think about how I'm not only going to stay, you know, at the top of my game, how I can get ahead still, even throughout all of this. And uh, I just tried to be as creative as possible. You know, like I said, visualizing as much as I could. Um, like I said, I have a, a good friend named Stoney Burks. Shout out to him at back at home. He's a, actually a, um, a strength and conditioning coach. Um, he has his own gym. Um, so with the limited access that he did have, he let me come in. He allowed me to come in and, you know, not only train on the court, but, you know, lift weights and, you know, just stay physically ready. Um, so I spent that time about two, three weeks in New Jersey. And then I went back home after that. And that's when the pandemic hit. Dallas called and I called a flight to Dallas. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, you definitely <laughs> stayed in tip top shape because on a week ago, you came off the bench and had 30 plus points in the first game. So, you know, how good did that feel to kind of hit the floor and be back on the floor and just like be automatic like that? Felt good. It felt real. It felt real good. My teammates were happy for me. That was the best part about it. Um, but the thing was, we didn't get the win. You mm -hmm. know, that was the most important part. And that spoiled the whole night because that was, you know, what everyone really wanted. Um, especially since it was since it was such a big game, we felt like we we had the leverage all game. We felt like we we just let it go at the end. Um, but I think it was a good experience that we needed early on um, going into the playoffs. We we're going to have a lot of games like that, but it felt, it felt great. I, I honestly didn't um, necessarily, I was a little concerned on how I was going to play because I hadn't played in six months. Right. <laughs> so obviously you always, this is our profession. This is what we do on a daily basis, but you still are always, you always have that you know, that conscious thought of, okay, I feel good, but it's still been six months since I've competed at the top, at the highest level. So, uh, you know, my teammates did a great job of finding me. I got hot early on and uh, it felt great because um, it felt like I never left the team really, you know, and yeah. uh, they, and they treated it like that. So I felt, I felt really great about that. I felt welcome. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I'm just trying to build off of that. Um, but the most important part right now is just meshing and gelling together as best as we can before we, you know, try to make this playoff push. 
Yeah. And so my last question, actually, you, you're great with the transitions into my, <laughs> uh, into all my next questions. I, I, was about to say, I was about to say, I hope I'm not rambling. No, oh my gosh, no, you're, yeah. it's perfect because like, I'm like, wow, he's really hitting it. We're really like hitting the, hitting the groove. With Thank this. You. But Thank you. my last question before we move on um, to another subject is, you know, how is the chemistry with the team? Like not only you and the team, but the team as a whole, you know, and what, um, what's really needed in the playoffs. Cause you know, uh, I've, I've talked to some of the coaches um, over the podcast as well. And, you know, they've all said, you know, um, you could have like a million stars on the team, but the main thing that, ha- that you need is the chemistry. So talk a little about that. I think acceptance, um, you know, each individual per- personally accepting, what they're being asked of and, you know, what their responsibility is out there on the court and then accountability, um, each individual being willing to be held accountable um, at all costs, you know, because that's the, you know, if it's a, if it's something we're trying to execute and you're not doing, you know, what you're being asked to do on the offensive end or vice versa on the defensive end, you have to be willing to be held accountable. And there's been there's times, you know, where egos get in, in the way. You know, we're all grown men. We all, um, you know, have been a man on our teams at one point in time. You know, it's egos that get in the way sometimes. But each individual sacrificing that ego, being willing to put that ego ego to the side for the better of the team and for some for a better, you know, goal in mind, which is a championship. Um, that's what it takes, I, I believe. And uh, it's much easier said than done. Much easier said than done because night in and night out, you know, you're playing against the best players in the world. Each team has their – bring their different flavor. And, you know, tempers flare throughout the game. You know, a guy might mess up on his assignment or his responsibility, and then you might get on him, and you might let, come back the next possession, and you mess up on yours. And now y'all arguing and just learning how to – you know, communicate at the highest level in, you know, in the midst of those lines, you know, when you're battling and you're out there with your brothers, your teammate, and uh, learning how to, you know, get one goal that's in mind for the team accomplished. Um, you know, I think that's the, that's, that's the goal. I kind of rambled a little bit, but <laughs> hopefully my point got, a cl- got across. No, absolutely. I love it. I love it. That's great. From local high schools to the pros, the Dallas Morning News has got North Texas sports covered. And it's more than just the scores. From all the off-season moves to in-season adjustments and maybe even postseason glory, we certainly hope so around here, the DMN has got the inside scoop on your favorite teams, players, and coaches. You can follow every goal, save, bucket, and touchdown as the Dallas Morning News delivers real local sports journalism from the press box and locker room straight to your inbox. Head to dallasnews.com slash sports now or preferably after the podcast. But either way, definitely check out what uh, Brad Townsend, Callie Kaplan, and the rest of the Demon gang has for you there. Okay, so we're moving on to the next little segment because we definitely want to hear your take on just the bubble. So how has it been like for you and kind of what went through your head when you heard that 22 teams are going to be in one location for potentially two to three months? Like, take us through that. It's been great for me. Uh, I was from the outside looking in, kind of like everybody else. So I was hearing the negative talk. So I didn't know what to expect coming in. Um, I was just hearing negative talk some 
you know, some of the players was complaining about the food and things, but actually I think the food's pretty good. Um, <laughs> It looks good. We, we have four to five restaurants that we, we that's accessible to us that we can go to. Um, we have our credentials. You got to walk around with your credentials at all times so they can make sure you're not just a stranger in here. Um, yeah, they have stuff for us to do, like fishing, going swimming, um, ping pong. Mm, what else? What else? What else? Just going to the pool. I think that's that's something a lot of guys have been doing just because it's beautiful weather out here, palm trees. Can't beat it, humid at all times. It's raining right now, but um yeah, no, nah, it's it's been good for me. Uh I think I've had a a a, a great experience since I've been here. The only the only thing about it is not around your family. Yeah. You know, that that's FaceTime is can only do so much, so yeah, you know that's the that's the that's, that's the only knocker right there. That's so crazy that you just brought that up because that was kind of my next question that I wanted to ask <laughs> you. Outside of like FaceTime, what are some other things that you've you know been able to do like to keep in touch with your family and do your kids understand what's happening? How are your kids? Like, yeah, they are they are great. Thanks for asking. I got uh, <laughs> um, for for those who don't know, I have a one year old daughter that would be two September seventh. So coming up, then I have a six-year-old boy um, yeah, that are back in back in home in Columbus, Ohio. Me and my wife will are will be on our three-year anniversary this October. So congrats! Um, congrats. That's thank, awesome. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so they're doing great though. They're doing great. Um, just been on Facetime with them. Other things besides that, he got the Xbox there. I, <laughs> I was going to bring it here with me, but I left it there with him so he can have something to do. And he wasn't bored in the house. He played. He plays the game. So um, I ended up bringing. A, uh, I ended up going and buying a PlayStation because everybody recommended that I got a game system before I got here. So we spending a lot of time on the game as well. Um, but I, I think that's other ways that I'm staying in contact with my son at least. But I've been abusing FaceTime just to talk to. <laughs> Just to talk to my wife and, and daughter, that's all I really – that's all we all been doing. I, yeah. I hear other teammates say, you know, how much they miss their family and stuff like that. So, it definitely is showing right now. We've just been away from them for so long. But it's it's um, it's um good, though. It's good because we can still see them at least. Right. Which yeah. is so crazy because I feel like I don't like we just saw something on social the other day how y'all have been in this bubble for like a month now so I know I feel like from what you're just saying like you're missing the family it's that point in time when you're just like no face yep. actually you know you, you first get here it's fresh when you first get here it's yeah. fresh it's easy kind of like all right, it's all right now it's some new new environment you know boom boom then as the weeks go on it's like oh okay you know still doing what we love to do but you I've know, heard everyone, all the fish everyone, are gone. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's not like normal life after a regular game in the arena where you'll take a shower and do your media and then go home and be a regular human being and right. in this bubble. Yeah. And doing it all over again tomorrow. But it's what we, you know, it's what we love to do. And I'm not complaining. I'm actually having a great time. Um, it's what we like to hear. 
I'm actually having a great time here. Yes. Um, do your kids like know that you're at Disney World? Yes <laughs> and no. I think yeah. I think my I, I believe my six year old does, but he actually never has been to Disney World yet. Um, I plan on bringing him to Disney World, but he's never been yet. Um, so it's he's seen pictures. He's seen he's seen family. pictures and stuff, but it hasn't like hit him because he hasn't really. Got he it. Doesn't know exactly. Um, one year old, she doesn't really understand, but yeah. um, as they get older, they 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 realize, like, oh, y'all are playing at Disney. <laughs> like, yeah, we. And I actually did the one another thing that I wanted to bring up. I actually played here in the Milk House in AAU for the Nationals when I was in high school. Wow, I so did not know I'm that. Sure it's, I'm sure it's a few players here that. If they played um, AAU basketball growing up and ever ever went to the Nationals, they used to hold the Nationals yeah. or the Amateur yeah. Athletic Union Boys Tournament here at the Milk House where we playing at. Whoa. So I'm I'm kind of familiar. I'm really familiar with with the arena. <laughs> that must feel so full circle for you. Full circle, full circle. I think. Um, Kid Gilchrist, Michael Kid Gilchrist, me and him was just talking about it the other day because he actually played here as well when he when he was younger. So it's just it's, it's surreal, surreal. That's so crazy that you bring up like this is literally the site where you had an AAU tournament growing up because I feel like that's what people have said like through media as well too. They're like this just feels like an AAU tournament. You don't go exactly, home. and they used to, they actually used to have AAU games here exactly. That's crazy. And Glory Day, I, I've been hearing it's a glorified AAU tournament. <laughs> check in, check out, food. Yep, hotel, yep. Pool. Yep. That's crazy. That's awesome. Okay, so for our last little segment that we have, it's kind of like rapid fire. And me and Becca are just going to kind of trade off asking you. And then afterwards, we're just going to talk about it afterwards. Um, okay. So just like try and answer it, like the first thought that comes to your head. Because some of them are pretty off the wall. They're a little zany, but we wanted to kind of confuse you and get you thinking about <laughs> random stuff. So uh, yeah, we're going to do that now. Okay, so I'll start and then Becca will go and we'll just kind of trade off. Okay. First and foremost, what is your favorite snack? Honey bun. Oh wow! I think I actually think I remember that, but that I I've never had one, so I don't I can't really react to it. But um, what's your favorite NBA city to visit when you're on the road? <clears throat> Do I have like a time limit? Or? No. No. It's just like your first, it's supposed to be like your first. New York City. New York, love that. Yeah. Okay, favorite sneakers? Jordans. Nice. Best sports memory? Best sports memory will have to be... Hmm. Best sports memory, I got to go with... My shot against home. Kansas. My shot against Kansas. Wow. To go to this, to go to this elite eight. Nice. So See, that's what's coming to mind. That's what's coming to mind. So. Nice. Okay. So then, what's your? Pump? I was actually in Dallas too. That was in. I Dallas. was in Dallas. Oh, yeah. oh, that's awesome. Wow. Full circle. Okay. What's your pump up song? 
my pump up songs. I don't really have a pump up song. I listen to, I really listen to instrumentals before the game. It gets me in a relaxing mode. Um, I don't try to go out there no more listening to like rah-rah music because it, it doesn't necessarily do anything for my performance. When I play well is when I'm in a relaxing mode and I'm, you know, focused. I, 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 I'll go to YouTube and I'll put on focused meditation and it'll be a three hour video that I'll just listen to before the game. And it'll help me just concentrate and control my thoughts. So I'm a pretty spiritual guy. I, I really, I'm really big on controlling my thoughts, especially be, before performing. So um, I don't have like a song that just gets me hype. So when you're wearing question, when you're wearing your beats, you know, before like a regular shoot around or whatever, are you listening to something like that? Yep, yep. And, awesome. and if I I'm wearing my beats and I'm working out with Sham, mm -hmm. I have like like I said, I, I got a playlist of instrumentals and I got a playlist of just music that's soothing, that just gets me relaxed and helps me focus. And I'm listening to that while I'm doing my pregame routine and that's going into awesome. the game. That helps me control my breathing. It helps me kind of just be calibrated all at once. So love it. What is your go-to karaoke song? <laughs> My go-to karaoke song. Uh, um, when this song comes we come on, back to that? all the words. You can, we can yeah, come back to it. We'll, we'll circle back. Right, we got to come back. Yeah, yeah. They, this okay. is rapid fire. <laughs> Okay, what's the best Gatorade flavor? Best Gatorade flavor, blue, the uh, glacier, the easy, the the royal blue kind. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite? I take that back. I take oh. that back. Green, green, green. Green. Fierce. I don't, I don't think I've had the like green a, one. It's an added addition. It's the fierce kind. That's the best. Love that's it. the best Gatorade right there. Have to check that one out. <laughs> Okay. Um, what is the, the, your favorite NBA game you've ever played in? Favorite NBA game I've ever played in, Kobe Bryant oh. versus uh, Los Angeles Lakers versus the Utah Jazz when I was, I think it was my second year in the league. We was playing in Hawaii. Oh, wow. Um, Waikiki. It was preseason. We was playing in Waikiki for preseason. That's awesome. And I was actually on the court with Kobe Bryant. You know, Kobe was in the league when we was like six years old. So that's like a, one of those starstruck. Yeah, when I, you know, I don't get like that with too many people, but on the court with him, I, I always remember that. That's probably my favorite moment right there. That's awesome. Okay. Last but not least, favorite designer. We know you love fashion. Favorite designer? Mmm. I think my favorite designer is right now is Dior. Fancy. Dior or uh, I can give you one more. Um, now nah, I'm gonna go with Dior. I go Dior. Love it. Okay, karaoke song. Karaoke song karaoke song is 
Uh, <laughs> hey, I go, Gibby. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Mine is ignition. <laughs> that is my go-to karaoke. Ignition. <laughs> I know every word. Oh, uh, R. Kelly. One. Yeah, that's a great one. Uh, <laughs> that's a good. I, I really don't got a uh, karaoke song. Stumped, stumped you. Yes. Huh? We stumped you. Yeah, y'all got stumped me. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We're going to figure that one out. Yeah, to... I have some for y'all next time. Right. Y'all got y'all y'all got me off guard on that one. <laughs> y'all caught me off guard. Well, thank you so much, Trey. This was awesome, and seriously appreciate all of your time. And you're you're great, and we're so excited to have you back. Um, thank you. And so, thank you for listening to Mavs Daily with Trey Burke. Um, follow him on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, you know, social platforms you use. Trey, if there's anything else you want to say to our fans or, you know, Mavs, MFFLs, anything like that. MFFL, go Mavs. Um, we appreciate all your support. Obviously, I just got back on the team. I'm thrilled to be back. Um, things been going great in practice. And uh, we're trying to figure this thing out to get the championship. Let's do it. All right. Thank you, Trey. Great review. Subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. And we'll see you next time.